0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Wednesday. It's August 25th. It's 2021. And we have 10 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined by my buddy, Drizzy26. What's happening, Andre?
1: Not much. I'm just doing it, hanging in there, trying to hopefully break this loose streak tonight. But other than that, just doing good. Just got back from live final. It was a great experience uh, for FanDuel. Great thing they put on the FanFest for the
0: first year it was great. Um, Look forward to hopefully getting back there next year. I'm sure you will. Um, absolutely crushing. Uh, you're like losing streak. This dude probably hasn't made 100K over the last three days, and it's a losing streak for him. So all joking aside, um, always like doing the podcast with you, man. Hopefully, if you aren't able to take it down on Tuesday night, you know doing the morning grind always brings a good mojo to people so um you'll get you'll get back on it here wednesday but uh 10 games interesting slate um uh, especially from like a pitcher perspective we we have a lot of arms there's a lot of arms on this slate so a lot to talk about um just in general here but uh Let's get started. We get started with Arizona at Pittsburgh. No total out for this game um, yet, but um, some of the bo- some of the books have it as a pick'em game. I guess there's one book that has a, a nine total. Um, we got Keller and Gilbert. Do you have any interest here in Tyler Gil- Gilbert?
1: Um. <laughs> I'm not, not really on this slate. I mean, he's six K, so there'll be a little interest. But this, like you said, this this slate is loaded with pitchers and good options. So um, I probably might have a little bit of a GB piece, but uh, I gotta see where it ends where how everything shakes out tomorrow. But we know Pittsburgh; they do. They don't really have that great of a lineup. They're, they've been playing a little bit better this year, but nothing that I'm terribly afraid of. And at six K, if he could give me a couple strikeouts on DK. Um, and have a little bit of – give me around like 10 to 15 fantasy points, I can take that and deal with it.
0: I quickly reminded – or like was reminded why not to play Bumgarner on Tuesday. Um, First and last time I play him all season. But, I mean, this is the guy that came out and threw a no-hitter in his first career start. Got got woken up really quick in Colorado in his next start. Um, He's cheap. He's getting Pittsburgh – I mean, if you end up there, I completely understand why you would end up there. Um, I mean, Keller on the other side, it's not like the Arizona lineup is great. Um, <laughs> any interest here in Mitch Keller?
1: Um, same thing, a little bit, but not not terribly too much, honestly. I'd rather honestly take some bats against them. I know the lineup of is not that great either, but they don't strike out that. They they strike out at a decent amount, but not, not too bad for me. So I like the bats on that side um, of the game on the Arizona side.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, let's talk bats here I'm with you. I don't, I don't love either one of these pitchers, but I mean, both offenses kind of stink too. Mitch Keller is really bad against lefties Rojas, Smith, Peralta, Van Meter, Cabrera. I don't think I'd five man stack Arizona here, but I could definitely see them as like a secondary stack or like a two man stack.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I agree with that 100%. I would, I would definitely play it more as a secondary stack. Uh, we can't see him as going with the primary second unless something changes, but um, but definitely for sure secondary. Um, honestly, on both sides of the play, on both sides of the game, I could see that going, Um, but not giving, like too heavy of um, owner um, exposure on the game though.
0: Yeah, and then on the Pittsburgh side, I mean Reynolds, Chavez maybe, but Reynolds. I, I mean, I'm not going out of my way to look at <laughs> Pittsburgh bats here.
1: I mean, the only person I like I would probably target, like you said, besides the Reynolds, I think I like Hayes a little bit too and Stallings. So I would probably try to get those uh, lefty-righty matchup and see what happens um there. Because like we said, Gilbert's only with his third start. I like taking him a little bit. So I like playing a little bit of both sides. of so The secondary stack. One, one, uh, one off or even a two-man would be fine for me.
0: All right. Uh, we got Tampa at Philly. Eight and a half total. The <clears throat> Phillies are a 130 favorite here. Ryan Yarbrough against Zach Wheeler. Any interest here in Ryan Yarbrough? Uh
1: not not really. I, I can't I can't get to him. I, I would love to play him a little bit, but I mean that price makes it so appealing to play him. Um, me, <laughs> sorry, <clears throat> sorry to call my throat. Um, but Hasn't really had like this. um, Hasn't really had like a lot of strikeouts in the past. A couple of starts that we have them in. Um, And this Philadelphia Phillies team is it's it's a pretty decent team. I believe they're still in the playoff hunt if I'm correct. So um, I don't like attacking them last month. So um, even though I know they do have a a little bit of strikeouts in there and they're getting healthy too. Um, So yeah, not not really much interest in there for me. Yeah,
0: the Phillies are technically still in it. Um, The Braves going on like. I think they won nine out of the last 10 or something and really opened the gap on the Phillies and the Mets and the Mets have been just so terrible here recently. Um, and I mean like the wild card, you're likely going to get two of those West coast, um, Dodgers, giants, Padres teams. So, I mean, the Phillies are still technically in, but, um, Zach Wheeler on the other side of this game, he's 10 K. I mean, there's plenty of strikeouts in the Tampa lineup. We know that this guy has a, a big strikeout rate at 29 and percent, 5% walk rate on the season. Not a lot of Tampa guys like to run. I mean, this sets up as a really decent spot for Zach Wheeler. I mean, I definitely think he's one of the top overall pitchers on the slate. It's just, I mean, he's 10 K. Um, I mean, you're, you're comparing, I'm comparing everybody today to Luis Castillo and Otani, uh, because of the matchups, those two guys are in. So, I mean, they're a little bit cheaper than Wheeler, but I definitely think Wheeler is, talent-wise, one of the best pitchers on the slate.
1: Yeah, and I agree. Um, the only, like you said, the only thing that concerns me is that the Rays, the Rays are very patient and wind up a little bit, too. So, I, I'll i have some Zach Wheeler, but he's not going to be, like you said, my first um, spend-up option, for sure.
0: All right, bats in this game. Anything standing out to you here for Tampa?
1: um nothing really standing out obviously is wheeler so i would i don't mind taking some shots on this in, in some tournaments um as a whole as a, as a primary stack and also secondary stack um but the bat the bat obviously i would love the most is nelson cruz um and a uh, rosarina in his lineup uh, for sure but i i don't see myself getting to a lot of Tampa bay uh, tomorrow
0: yeah i mean zach wheeler doesn't have a ton of weaknesses this guy doesn't typically give up um a ton of home runs i think he's only allowed two multi-home run games this season and i could be wrong um i'm not i don't have it right in front of me but i do think um tampa is a team that i'm going to stay away from it's 10 game slate i can kind of cross off a couple teams and i mean i'm definitely looking at crossing off this team and then on the other side of this game ryan Yarbrough does give up a lot of fly balls and a lot of hard contact he's kind of um I mean, it's someone that pitches really well at Tampa, but when he gets in these types of ballparks, I don't mind maybe looking at some of these power righties against
1: him. Yeah, and I, I agree with that a hundred percent. The strikeouts have um, haven't he hasn't had a lot of strikeouts, like I said over the past. I think uh, one, two, three, like four or five starts. Uh, I think the most he's had was six against the Indians, uh, from what I'm looking at. But this lineup, you can say the righties, they have a lot of power in them, so I definitely don't mind. Um, Taking uh, some of that in there for sure. And even like uh, a guy like uh, even the lefties in there like Bryce Harper. Um and even if you want to get a little bit different, get, go with DD. Um, cause this team actually could be a really sneaky team, I think, in tournaments. I don't think no, they won't be that high owned, Um, but we'll see how the six lace out. But I, I definitely can see myself playing some of them in tournaments for sure.
0: All right, we got LA going up against Baltimore in this one. Um Nine and a half total angels a one sixty favorite here. Otani and Kramer facing off against each other. Um, I I just kind of said it. I mean, just looking at like pricing and stuff on this slate, and looking at just overall ceiling. I mean, Baltimore can hit home runs with the best of them, but they also strike out at a very high clip. So a guy like Otani with big strikeout stuff against like Mountcastle and Mancini, Severino, Hayes, like these guys strike out so. Eighty-seven hundred for the ceiling of Otani. Um, I mean, the only bad thing is we don't get his like points for hitting because this is a this is a spot that he could put up thirty plus fantasy points again. Oh yeah,
1: he's probably. I would say he's, he's probably going to be a top overall pitcher tomorrow. Um, just from a strikeout outside perspective, and, and I don't blame him. Um blame anyone. I like it for sure. Um, that price is still is, is perfect for him. And there's a lot of strikeouts um put to, um in um the Baltimore Orioles lineup in there. So they're losing streaks. So I definitely like getting to him.
0: I mean, Kramer on the other side, I'm out. Um I mean, he's had a couple bright spots this season, but overall, um below average strikeout guy. And, I mean, it's not like this lineup is going to light the world on fire. But Mm -hmm. I I still think that Kramer is just not a guy that I'm going to end up on a 10-game slate.
1: Oh, and I agree 100%. I I definitely will not probably play any Kramer at all and just probably get to the bats a lot more.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can't play Otani because he's pitching. Justin Upton was, like, setting up as, like, one of the best value players on the slate. um, But he's dealing with a little bit of a calf injury, so we'll kind of have to see if he's going to be back or not. I mean, this lineup potentially is going to be really weak looking. Um, I like Jared Walsh a lot. Joel Dell, if he cracks the lineup, he has a ton of power. Um, He's someone that I don't mind taking shots on. I just don't see myself stacking the angels, even in a fantastic spot against Kramer, against this Baltimore bullpen. It's just, they don't have a ton of power in this lineup. Um, I mean, with with Otani not being able to be played, um, the ceiling is somewhat limited here,
1: yeah. And I might get that, but I, I think I think they can still work. Um, they might not be one of the best stacks, but the run total is still high. I, I kind of like getting some as a stack and be different, um, especially if you think they're not going to be that high. On Marsh is someone I like to target. I understand they don't have a lot of um power and the lineups and, and up and home run potential, but I think that. And this matchup, they can still get on base a lot and still put up a lot of runs and a lot of hits. So to me, something like that, I, I don't mind definitely taking um, as more of a secondary stack, but we'll definitely have them as both a secondary and a primary. Um, Baltimore
0: side, I just, I don't see myself. I, I thought Baltimore was a team that you could target yesterday and they were a good um, way to get different on the slate just in general. But I mean, I, I don't see myself ending up on Baltimore here.
1: I'm gonna have a few in GPPs, probably like five, just because we know Shohei. We you know we know his strikeout upside, but he does he can also give up um, a lot of hits, a lot of home runs. So I'll have a little bit of both, but not that much, honestly. Probably like I said, like like probably the most five percent of Baltimore stacks of, of anything.
0: All right, we got the White Sox and the Blue Jays here. Uh, Lucas Giolito against Robbie Ray. Eight and a half total. Um pick 'em game. Some places. Some places have the Blue Jays at anywhere up to like minus 130. Um, let's start with Lucas Gilito. I mean, I feel like this whole series has been just like good pitching. Um, what are your thoughts here on Lucas Giolito?
1: I definitely want to play him. I want to have some shares of him. I have 8.3k, so he's even a little bit cheaper than showing So, Um I know this the Toronto bats are obviously dangerous, but like you said, this host the whole series between them do has been uh, the great pitching. So I don't mind getting to some Lucas Minnesota um, Alliance because we know his upside um and what he can do. And the ballpark, I think, will help him out a little bit more too. I, I mean though the
0: seas just pitched really well against this team um on Tuesday night. So I mean Lance Lynn had a, a really solid outing the other night, too. Lucas Giolito is a guy with a 28% K rate against righties. Um, My biggest concern about Giolito compared to like Lance Lynn the other night, Giolito gives up a lot of fly balls and a lot of hard contact to righties. When you're looking at the Toronto lineup, I mean, they're, they're they're stacked. Um, So, but I I think that's kind of, he's kind of priced like that though. It's kind of in the price, like he's 8,300. So he's not priced like an ace on this slate. So I think you're definitely taking some tournament shots on Giolito. And then, I mean, on the other side, Barrios had a terrible first inning. Um, Was able to bounce back a little bit. But, I mean, Robbie Ray sets up as a great play here, especially if Tim Anderson is not back. Um, Still doing a little bit of a leg injury. That takes out one of their good righties. The bottom of this order, uh, depending on what lineup we get, Ray could have a fantastic matchup here.
1: Oh, yes, and, and I, I love Robbie Ray. Um, He's going to be probably my second favorite pitcher on the slate, honestly. I um, know we have a lot of good other um, fielding um, guys on the state that you might want to get to as well, but the, the strikeouts are, are potential with this lineup is still high Robbie Ray in, in this matchup and in that ballpark. Is, he, he's just, to me, might be not not a lock, but yeah, I might want to be overweight on the field with him um, compared to most um, other pitchers on the slate.
0: Bats in this game? Anything here in the White Sox? Uh,
1: I mean, in GPP, so you take some shots, but I don't really like taking shots against Robbie Ray personally. He's been pitching well all season, so I can't see myself having that much of them. Um, if I do, it would be it would be mainly like like the the power the power uh, righties or use as one offs if anything like Jose Abreu, um, Mancada, uh, Eloy, pretty much like the heart of that lineup. Um, like, um and then um. Same thing with the um, Toronto bats, as you were saying, with all the righties going against Chialito, Um, I was just used that probably as some leverage in staggering a lot. if Toledo's going to be um, a little bit more higher on than uh, most pitchers.
0: Yeah, I mean, anytime you got Red Ray, Ray, um, I mean, you could target a right-handed power bat. So, a guy like Luis Robert or Jose Abreu, um, Jimenez's numbers this season have been terrible, Um against lefties just in general but i mean when we look back uh to his like healthy healthy year um that we saw him his numbers were really good against lefties uh put the ball in play a lot when he wasn't striking out so and then like you said on the toronto side man i think they're a good contrarian stack today um i mean if Giolito's not on and he's giving up a lot of hard contact and fly balls um yeah, I mean, this is a spot you could definitely target some of these guys. All right, Washington at Miami. This game has a seven total. It opened at seven. It's up to eight, and, I mean, it's a pick'em game. We got Josiah Gray going up against um, Edward Cabrera. Any interest here in Josiah Gray?
1: Yes, I do. Um, if, to me – if Fetty could do what he did today against <laughs> Miami, I'm convinced anyone can. So I will definitely have some shots with Josiah Gray. He was what, one of the top prospects for the Dodgers when he was with them um, as far as the pitching um, prospect. So I definitely love taking some shots with Josiah Gray for sure against Miami who, doesn't, who, who has just a high strikeout um, rate on the season as a whole
0: yeah i mean i have a ton of interest in both of these guys um i'm a little concerned about edward cabrera just pitch count wise this dude has electric stuff um he's one of the top prospects for the marlins i think he's top 50 in baseball overall um above average slider electric fastball um Swinging strike rate in 29 innings in AAA this season is 20%. He has a 37% K rate in in AAA this season. And, I mean, he's one that kind of got bit a little bit by COVID because he probably would have been with the big league club to start this season and to finish last year. But this is a dude with electric stuff. The Washington lineup is not great. They're, They're without a lot of people that got moved. I mean, he's 5K. He's my punt pitcher of the slate. I like this spot a lot, and I'm always willing to take shots on young pitchers with electric stuff, but I do worry a little bit about pitch count. I mean, that's my biggest concern for him.
1: Yeah, and and I agree with that. Um, I, <clears throat> I'm going to have like 5K is, is the barrel minimum price. And, like, Washington, they're a little bit of a deceiving team, in my opinion. Like, we expect them, they, they do have a really bad lineup, uh, lineup that they put out, but they tend, but they hit, they've been hitting a lot, so um, I will definitely have some shares of Cabrera for sure, just in case with a um, strikeout potential, and at 5K, plus the worst that could happen, honestly, he, he gets you like five or four, or, 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 or obviously negative is the worst, but I think there's just upside there, like you said, being a top-50 pitching prospect in and, um, and Cabrera. So I don't mind it, and I love it And it's a good spot to try it at, honestly, for the price.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, bats in this game on the Washington side of things. I mean, you could always play Juan Soto. I've been very vocal about Juan Soto since they moved a lot of pieces here. He just doesn't have protection. I hate that. He's a good hitter. He has tons of offside. but I mean, I just I don't. I mean, this game's in Miami. I really don't have a ton of interest
1: in the Washington bats. Yeah, me either. Um, I, like I said, Juan Soto, maybe Josh Bell, some one offs if anything. But, um, but if Cabrera is going to be popular, we'll get to a little bit of uh, Washington and stacks and tournaments. That's about it. Um, but nothing too crazy. Uh, Miami side anything? Oh. <laughs> Not really, honestly. Um, but honestly, probably the same thing if, if we really want to be technical because Josiah Grace should theoretically mow down his lineup and pitch extremely well against him. But Miami does the same thing. They, they sometimes do hit well and put the ball in play, um, even at that park in Miami. So I, I'll have a little bit, um, a tiny, tiny bit, um, but not a lot
0: all right we got the Giants and the Mets Johnny Cueto Tajon Walker facing off in this one eight and a half total uh the Mets the Mets are a slight favorite and I mean if you are in a place where you can legally bet I love the the Giants um even money line right now um I I think that's a I mean the Mets have just been so terrible. I think they're 2 and 9 in the last 11. They're getting smashed by the Giants on Tuesday night. Um I mean Johnny Cueto is okay. I I've been very vocal about how I kind of want to approach this slate. I really like the high end pitching prices or pitchers um and I mean yeah, I don't see myself ending up on Cueto.
1: Yeah, me either. I, I can't see myself getting to him at all. Um, I'd rather just not play him at all and fade him and take my chances on some other um pitchers on the slate.
0: And then Tajon Walker is not a bad pitcher. It's just this lineup's really good. Um, just overall, this lineup got better. And I mean, they're gonna start hitting again. And one and like they they showed life on Tuesday night. Brandon Bell had a couple home runs. I mean it's just a matter of time before this team starts hitting. And, I mean, I for me, I just don't have any interest in right-handed pitching against them right now.
1: No, and I agree 100% with that. Um, and this trend has been going, um, I think, the opposite direction, if I'm correct, lately, too. So, a lot of was just stacked with a lot of good hitting on there. So, I'd rather get to the bats of San Francisco um, than getting to the pitching, at, um, definitely, in this game.
0: All right, Um, bats on the Giants' side. I mean, we kind of just talked about it a little bit. This is a spot that, I mean, I definitely don't mind looking at some of these lefties. What are you looking at here?
1: Yeah, I definitely love the lineup from top to bottom. The lefties definitely stick out to me a lot. Uh, Brandon Bell probably being my favorite. Um, He's having a a pretty good game today as well. Um, And I definitely don't mind getting to um, – who's batting eighth, and to me, he's just a good hitter like him, just batting eighth in your lineup, and it's still going to be low on, especially because people like to play in the bottom half of the lineups. That's something I definitely want to target for sure. Dickerson as well, Crawford. There's a whole lineup up and down. Um, You can play anybody, even the righty-righty um, with Chris Bryant um, or Posey if he's in the lineup. I love it.
0: Yeah, Posey, um, I know he was dealing with a little bit of a knee injury. Um, on Tuesday night, they took him out of the game, but I mean, yeah, if he's back in there, I think he'll be fine. But I mean, Crawford, yeah, as like you mentioned belts, um, I mean, Crawford as a shortstop has 19 home runs on the season very quietly, um, and would have more if he didn't get hurt. I'm sure. So <laughs> hashtag analysis, um, on the Mets side of things, I mean, this line of stinks, I mean, like, they're just ice cold right now. And, I mean, Cueto is not someone that I I, I love to target because it always feels like he is on the right side of Babbitt. Um, but he is also someone that can give up home runs. So, Pete Alonso, Lindor is back, Baez is back. I mean, maybe looking at um maybe a two-man or a one-off. I don't hate the idea of doing that, but, I mean, this guy – this game's in City Field.
1: Yes, and the weather's going to be, I think, they supposed to be what, a little bit humid out here tomorrow. If I'm correct, in New York, I gotta check that again. But I don't mind taking one else for sure. So, like, um, or even, or even a mini stack um, with uh, McNeil, Alonso, Conforto, Baez, right there um, in that little heart uh, with the lineup. I don't mind it for sure. Dominic Smith a little bit too. Uh, I wouldn't. It would be more for me as a secondary stack. Um, I don't think Cueto is that um, good as he used to be anymore as a pitcher. So I definitely like doing that for sure, as opposed to um, more of a primary sack.
0: Um, Moving on. Minnesota at Boston. Nick Pavetta and Bailey Ober facing off in this one. Um, This game currently sitting at 10 and a half. It opened at 11. And the Red Sox are a big favorite here, anywhere from one seventy to two hundred. Uh, any interest here in Bailey Ober?
1: Uh, no, my um, <laughs> interested for the Sox lineup at all. But just no. <laughs> I
0: mean, they just keep hitting. Everybody, everybody hit on um, Tuesday night. Like they just keep hitting. So, uh, on the other side, you got Nick Pavetta. I mean, he's not an ace by any means. He has good strikeout stuff. I think Minnesota's a lineup that's beatable, but they also have a lot of power. Um, so I mean, I could see this going either way. I could see stacking Minnesota. I could see Pavetta having a game. If you're if you're mass max entering tournaments today, I think you get both sides here. I think you play a little bit of Pavetta. I think you play a little bit of Minnesota stacks.
1: I agree with that a hundred percent. It can go either way, um, and that's how he's been pitching lately, too. He's, he has some great phenomenal starts, and then he has some horrible starts. So um, it, it's very possible for it to have um, either or. So I, I definitely can not to both sides of that for sure and in the line a little bit.
0: All right. Um, I mean, Minnesota, I just kind of got done saying it. Kepler, Roker, um, Polanco, Donaldson, Garver, Sano. Like, I mean – there's plenty there's, – there's six guys in this lineup. Isos is over 200 against right-handed pitching this season. There's plenty of stack potential here, especially they're getting the ninth inning because this game's in Boston um, and nobody's stacking Minnesota on this slate. So, I think they're definitely in play.
1: Yes, I agree for sure. Um, just don't play Simmons at the bottom of that lineup. He seems to never do anything. That's all I have to say about him. But uh, everyone else – uh Kepler Roker all the way down the cave. I, I, I don't mind taking the sacks for
0: sure. All right. Um uh, Boston bats. I mean all of them. Uh, I mean they're super they're somewhat expensive just overall on the slate, but there's still a couple pieces that you can easily make the stack work. I mean I love the Red Sox again today.
1: Oh yeah. they're, they're probably out. they're gonna be my number one stack of the night um by far tomorrow. Let's take any one any one of the bats Honestly, this guy's just giving him a lot of hits lately and a lot of hard contact. So I love everybody. Um Duda Um for from, um, from Erika Hernandez, but I have like um Bobby the block in um the ninth spot that he's gonna um, be at. Uh, I know it's righty righty, but no one likes to play the bottom half. Like I said a lot of before, but he's someone I'd definitely like to go um, hit a homer tomorrow for sure.
0: All right, Texas at Cleveland., uh, um, I mean, we have no idea who's pitching in this game uh, for Texas. We'll have to kind of wait and see. There's no there was one book that put a line out. It's nine, and the Indians are a big favorite. Uh, we know Pleasick's pitching. Do you have any interest here in Zach Plezik?
1: I would love to, but especially because it's Texas. I'll probably I'll have a little bit, but not, not that much. I won't be overexposed, so I'll probably have maybe ten percent. But I mean at eight five in tournaments, he's a good play to get different. He's just in between the price of Giolito and Shohei. So he might get a hope is a little bit lost. Um, but not not terribly too much interest in him, honestly.
0: Um the rumor is that Jake Latz is gonna pitch for Texas and I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, do you have any interest in the Texas bats?
1: If please, it's going to be. I, I, I'm, I'm going to wait to see how the ownership shakes out. Because I know sometimes, like I said before, I don't think it's going to be high on something he'll be lost. But if he is going to be high on, then I'll have a little bit of Texas. If not, then I don't think I'm going to get any type of exposure to him, um, Texas tomorrow at all.
0: I mean, yeah, this lineup is bad. Um On the Cleveland side, I mean, if Lats is pitching, he doesn't project as, like, a top-end prospect. Um, So, I mean, he's a lefty. I think straw bat and leadoff, Ramirez, Reyes, Rosario, Ramos, um, any of the guys at the top end of this lineup would be in play.
1: Yeah, and I agree 100%. Um, The top half is where I would only get to as far as with the bats. Um, I don't mind taking um, also – Owen Miller, I'm at the sixth spot, too. Um, he's someone I think um, has a little bit of power, and think he can um, give you some um, little bit of tournament GPP winning upside um, in the lineup if, if they're hitting well tomorrow.
0: Cincinnati at Milwaukee. Seven and a half total in this one. The Brewers, a 175 favorite. Castillo and Woodruff. Um, I mean, it just keeps on coming in this series, um, pitching-wise. So... Any interest here in Luis Castillo?
1: I'm definitely gonna have some for sure. It's it's we, we, like the the Brewers, they're either like hit or miss, either striking out heavy or they're hitting everything. In my opinion, Nothing's really been in between with them lately. So I like I definitely get to Castillo uh, for sure. He's been pitching them a lot better lately too. So um, I don't mind taking him for sure.
0: I mean, we just watched on Tuesday night. We watched um Molly strike out like was it seven or eight? Got in trouble in the in the sixth and the yanked him. I think he went five and two thirds or something like that. Um I mean, I think Luis Castillo is very much in play here. And then I mean Woodruff on the other side. We saw Barnes struggle. Woodruff has been struggling here recently anyway. Um I mean, this might be a spot that, like, I just stay away from Woodruff. Um, I, I Obviously, I think he's talented. He has big strikeout stuff. But, I mean, the Cincinnati lineup is healthy. Fado's in there. Mustakis is in there. Nyquin's starting to hit the ball back or hit the ball again. I mean, this lineup has gotten healthy again.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what concerns me with Woodruff. He's someone I think I will, he's definitely a tournament play in my, at this point. Um his price is a little bit too high when there's a little bit of the pitchers that are better than him that are that are cheaper. Um and he'll be lower, he'll come out lower ownership. So he is a good tournament play, but I'm not as high on him um as um the other pitchers on the slate today.
0: Uh Cincinnati bats. I mean, nobody's gonna play Cincinnati. Um oh, yeah. and I mean the prices are nice. Cassianos four four. Ustakas, 4-4. Obviously, you're paying up for Votto at 5K. Um, I mean, just pricing that, like, you can really – Tyler Nyquin 2.7. Barnhart, 2.6. Like, this might be your, like, garbage bin stack of the day. Or how – Blender says vomit stack of the day. Like, (laughs) I can't even – I can't say vomit stack because they're one of the best offenses in baseball when they're healthy. I mean, I think this is the garbage bin stack of the day.
1: Yes, and 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 I agree with that 100%. If Woodruff is going to be, which we don't think is going to be popular tomorrow, but if he does somewhat come in popular, you'll you'll be able to use the stacks against him. But even not, even if you don't, they're going to be low owned, and this is definitely a leverage play for sure. Um, There's a couple other stacks I know people would like to probably try to get to, Um, so I could see that um, being going overlooked, especially with with a three-run total that they projected to have right now. There's no reason why we can't see that run exceed, especially um, with in, in Milwaukee. Um, and it's going to be a little bit humid, humid there too. So I, I like the spot for um, Cincinnati Reds in tournaments.
0: All right. We finish it out with the Dodgers and the Padres, uh, Darvish and Walker Bueller, seven and a half total here. Uh the Dodgers are 135 favorites. Any interest here in Walker Bueller?
1: I'm gonna have some yes, because he's just been pitching phenomenal. So um he's definitely someone I'm gonna play. Um it's a lot of good like you said, a lot of good pitching on the slate. So it's gonna be tough, but he's someone I definitely want to target for sure. Um, especially against San Diego, who hasn't really been playing um all that well lately, too. So I, I love it.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bueller has been pitching great. This team, you always worry about strikeouts just overall. They got like that Machado, Cronenworth, Hosmer, like middle of the lineup where they don't really walk a ton, but they don't really strike out. They put the ball in play a lot. Um, so you always kind of worry about that. But I mean, Bueller has definitely earned his keep here recently. You, Darvish, um, you know, push back a day. Any interest in Darvish?
1: Isn't it Snell? Snell's not pitching tomorrow? Is it snow? I have snow. Look, I'm looking at right here. Um, on, on Fantasy Labs, at least I don't know if that's changed.
0: Yeah, I think it's Darvish, but I could be wrong. I'll look really quick. But, um,
1: if it's you, I do have a little bit of interest, but not that much. Um, but probably same thing if it's snow, you too, either way, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll have to kind of see who it is. Um, Everything I'm looking at says Darvish. Um, But I mean, I could be. He was supposed to start Tuesday. And I think they just pushed him back a day. I could be wrong, but um, we'll see how it plays out.
1: You're probably right. Oh, oh yeah. Because even on FanDuel, it has Snell um, pitching as a starting pitcher, what I'm looking at. But either way, I don't see myself getting I'll have a little bit of exposure to him. Um, depending on the price for you, I don't know what his price is on, on DK, but um if it's like within if it's like the mid sevens and I don't mind having a little bit of exposure to him, but this Dodgers lineup is still good. Um I feel like they're just taking obviously they're not healthy with uh with uh whatchamacallit being out. Um, uh what's his name? Oh goodness gracious. Guy from who came in from Boston last year. Um, I can't remember his name, but with, with them being out right now, there's, they still have a lot of hitters in the lineup, but um, it's like a murderous row still. So I don't mind having a little bit, but not a whole bunch of exposure to Darvish or snout tomorrow.
0: Pats in this game. I mean, anything here on the Dodgers?
1: I would, I mean, it's a Dodgers. So I feel like you always have to have a stack in tournaments, because you never know. They can always get to any pitcher, so I don't mind it for sure. Um, Trey Trey Turnoff is going to be one of my top-end bats to pick. Will Smith, if he's in the lineup as well, and Justin, um, and Max Muncy. Pretty much anyone up and down that whole lineup, I don't mind getting to. More so of a secondary stack than a primary stack, though um, being that it's a matchup against the Padres and they tend to uh, play pretty well against each other.
0: And then on the Padres side, I mean – I just don't see myself using a lot of bats from this game in general. I think it's going to be one of the lowest scoring games on the slate, 10-game slate. Um, I mean, that, that's just kind of where I'm at.
1: No, and I agree with you. Um, it's not going to – I don't think it even's going to even reach the toll that it is, honestly, but who knows? But I, I definitely would prefer the pitching side more so than the hitters in this game.
0: All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here using drafting, scoring. um, Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today.
1: Uh, Under 8K. Give me Josiah Gray.
0: All right, I'm going to take my boy, Edward Cabrera, um, making his major league debut. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today?
1: Um give me Nick Favetta. I just I got a weird feeling
0: today about Brandon Woodruff. Um I'm going to go Brandon Woodruff as the highest priced pitcher on the slate bust um over 4k to hit a home run who do you got today?
1: Over 4k to hit a home run. See, I'm not going to go obvious and go with anyone from the the Red Sox. We'll go a little off the board here. Um, I'm actually going to say Bryce Harper.
0: I like it. I'm taking a Red Sox bat. I'm a Red Sox fan. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Um, (laughs) Give me me Kyle Schwarber to go yard today. Uh, Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you like today? Uh, Bobby DeBlock. I like it. I'm gonna um, kind of. I think this is a little off the board. I'm gonna go Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, uh, I like. It. And then give me a stack to score six or more runs.
1: Oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna coincide with with your team um, since you're on on that train. And I and honestly, I feel like it can happen too. I'm with the Cincinnati Reds.
0: I like it. I like. it. I was like, your team is is the Yankee guy picking the Red Sox to score six or more? All right um they should score six or more runs in this spot but i'm not going to say the red sox i feel like that's a little cheating um i'm gonna i'm gonna stay in that game though i'm gonna say minnesota puts up some points um some runs against um pavetta today and minnesota scores six or more runs oh
1: yeah, i agree with that
0: red sox are still gonna win um they're gonna put up more runs hashtag analysis on that note we're gonna get out of here I hope everyone has an awesome wednesday dre always fun to do the podcast with you hopefully um you can get uh off your losing streak i don't even want to hear it um <laughs> all joking aside man i hope you keep running well so we'll be back thursday talking more baseball good luck everyone we'll see you then